center. Hanniger going back. He's at the track, right to the wall. He will turn and watch it fly. And there's the first run of 2019. A tremendous shot off the bat of Stephen Piscotti. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to St. Petersburg, where so far this road trip has been known more about the A's travel issues than what's been happening on the field. They did take two out of three from Los Angeles against the Angels, but then a tough weekend. They did split, however, with the Rangers, but it involved a late arrival in Dallas, and then also because of uh, issues with their charter aircraft, which was uh, disabled and damaged, the A's had to get another aircraft to bring them to a late arrival, three in the morning here to St. Petersburg, and to take on a team in a place that's just very tough to come play if you only do it once a year. Even though the Rays coming into the game had only a, a winning record of a three games over 500 at home, they've been a much better road team so far this year. But they're a very good team nonetheless with an excellent pitching staff ranked number one in the league and arguably their ace and Charlie Morton on the mound against the A's. Oakland was hoping to try to build some momentum, take advantage of holding on and winning 9-8 on Sunday and not knowing what to expect from Tanner Anderson. And they found out earlier that Anderson, to his credit, was up to the challenge. He was going toe-to-toe with Charlie Morton. The A's had opportunities early in the first, then again in the third. Stranded two in the first, three in the third. And what made matters even worse, in both of those circumstances, the A's had their four and five hitters up, Chris Davis and Stephen Piscotti with one out, and then two outs with a chance or no outs to make a, uh, you know, one out or two outs to make a, an opportunity to score some runs, and the A's could not do that. Anderson did not allow a run to one out in the sixth inning on an opposite field home run by Brandon Lau. Really one of the few bad pitches all night that Anderson uh, delivered for the A's. Then Yusmero Petit surrendered a home run to Kevin Kiermeyer with a man out of the seventh, and the same thing happened to Joaquin Soria in the eighth while the A's finally got on the board with two runs in the ninth, but too little too late. And their dance continuing with the 500 mark. And at the moment, they're back under at 33 and 34. They'll turn to their opening day starter, Mike Fires, to try to change that in the second game of the series against an opener for the Rays on Tuesday night. But Tampa Bay wins the opener this evening by the final of 6-2 more A's Clubhouse with Alex Jensen as we relive some of the moments from tonight's game after this. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. Want to take home half of the 50-50 pot? This season, you'll have even more opportunities to test out your luck. The Oakland A's Community Fund will host a 50-50 raffle at every home game in 2019. Tickets are sold from gates opening through the last out of the sixth inning, from raffle sellers, or at the kiosk at Section 217. The winner will be announced in-game and will receive 50% of the jackpot, with the remainder benefiting the Oakland A's Community Fund. Learn more at athletics.com raffle. This is A's Clubhouse. A's Clubhouse, Alex Jensen with you. The A's uh, 6-2 losers today in Tampa Bay in Game 1 of a three-game series. The A's fall down to 33-34. and 34. Tampa Bay 
41 and 24. Vince Catronio joining us from St. Pete at the Trop. And uh, Vince, I think the main takeaway from this game, obviously you mentioned Charlie Morton and the A's not capitalizing, but Tanner Anderson, I mean, this, this fifth starter spot is kind of up for grabs right now, it seems. And Tanner Anderson uh, gave himself a pretty good chance to maybe stick in the future. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, you know, a guy with a 6 ERA at AAA and had a, a little bit of work in, in uh, spring training, uh, you know, a guy that had some big league experience with the Pirates last season, but the numbers were up and down at AAA. Some good starts and some really bad ones. And the A's got him at the right time with an excellent start against a you know good hitting team in Tampa Bay. And I was impressed. I didn't know what to expect. Uh, he had a good enough life on a sinker. Pitch was down. He didn't get a lot of ground ball outs, but he got you know several strikeouts. He had a good pitch mix, and I thought working with Bo Taylor was probably a thing that. That helped calm him down. He's pitching at home. You know, he's got family and friends here. He's from Tampa. And Bo Taylor's from the state as well. He had a bunch of family drive over from the East Coast of Rockledge to watch him play tonight. So both of those guys had to be a little bit uh, nervous about tonight's outing. And I think, I mean, all things considered, you know, two runs into the sixth inning allowed in your A's debut is a, is a an opportunity to merit more consideration to see him again. Yeah, you know, like you mentioned, against the first place club, and and for that first place club, Charlie Morton obviously was was on his game after some uh, some control issues early. Well, the A's last year when they faced him, they were able to, to drive his pitch count up and get him out of the game. You know, four and two thirds twice, five innings another time, and they had that opportunity in the first. They had it again, really in the third. You know, bases yeah. loaded, one out, and you got you know the two big guys coming up and. KD and Piscotty, and just not a whole lot happened there. And when you're facing Morton, he can get wonky because control in the past has been an issue for him and a chance to maybe get a run or two and steal a couple of runs and really stay in the game, and that, and that just didn't happen. But it wasn't because there was lack of hard contact. The A's had line drives right at guys. I mean, you, yeah. uh, the winner tonight was exit velocity because it wasn't the A's getting any base hits. And I thought with Ramon Laureano's drive, you know, in the ninth inning at 110 miles an hour and caught by somebody explains part of the story and why the A's could not get any runs across the plate. And that's kind of baseball, too. I mean, you kind of have to take that positive away from the game as well. I I think so. I mean, the the A's, uh, all things considered, hit the ball pretty pretty hard. Now, they they hit them right at people, and to their credit, you know, they hit the ball over the wall, and when the A's hit it at the wall, they caught it at the wall. Right. It It was just Tampa Bay's night. All right, well, let's get to the highlights, Vince, and uh, we'll pick it up in the in the fifth inning with Tanner Anderson on the mound and facing a former A's farmhand. And a miss down and in with a breaking ball and another clean 1-2-3 frame for Tanner Anderson. Five shutout innings against the first place Tampa Bay Rays. On to the sixth, no score. You know, we touched on earlier, Vince, but he got into a nice rhythm. He had some help from his defense as well. Matt Chapman made a couple of good plays at third. Yeah, two, the bare handed catch off the plate up the third baseline. Tough play, glove. Barehanded by Chapman. Throws the first in time. Man, he didn't need the glove. And he throws out Fam as Meadows goes to second base. Another gold glove play by Chapman and a key moment for Anderson as it's pounded right in front of home plate. That was a good play, wasn't it? <laughs> Indeed it was. The problem was it, it, it followed a leadoff walk. Right. And that's, you know, the leadoff man got on once prior to that inning, and that was an infield hit. Kiermaier just kind of found a soft spot in the middle of the infield. But a leadoff walk just leaves a bad taste in your mouth, and you, and you get a bit uneasy even when the best pitchers do it. And, and that, as it turns out, was, was a factor in the, in the rest of that inning. Yeah, it sure was. And uh, Lau made him pay right away with a home run the other way. The stretch by Anderson and the righty's pitch. Swung on, lifted to deep left. 
Back goes Grossman to the track near the wall, and it's gone. Brandon Lau, opposite field, two-run homer. His 14th of the year. After an opening walk in the bottom of the sixth, and now Tampa Bay leads it 2-0. Impressive power there shown the other way by the, uh, by the Rays' second baseman. Yeah, he's not the kind of guy you see standing in the batter's box and you think that, A, he has a lot of power, and certainly not to the opposite field. And, you know, the third point in a ballpark that's not known for offense, but all those things have come together for him all year. It's his 14th home run, so it's not a fluke for what Brandon Lau is doing for them this year. As you mentioned, Vince, the A's hit the ball hard, but listen, the Rays have kind of built their club on defense as well, and Kevin Kiermeyer is one of the best out there, and this was one heck of a play. Confidence is sky high for the Rays. 2-0 offering. It's a fastball lifted into center field. Left center going back to the center fielder. Oh, what a grab by Kiermeyer! Slams against the wall, and he makes the catch. He's dynamic, and what an athlete he is, and he robs Jerks and Profar. Profar looks back at him and just shakes his head. Unbelievable. We're heading to the bottom of the seventh inning, and the athletes are still down 2-0. I mean, Vince, he had to go a long way. That ball was hit right on the screws by Jerks and Profar. He had to go a long way and also, you know, take into account how close the wall was. Well, his nickname is the Outlaw, and he's won two gold gloves, so... This, this outfield is a very familiar space for Kiermaier, and he timed it perfectly, and I think he knew exactly where he was. Well, in the, uh, in the eighth, Joaquin Sori would come on in kind of a similar situation as we saw with Lou Trevino yesterday, coming with a five-run lead. This time, Joaquin Soria came on down four, looking for a clean inning, but he was greeted with a long ball. Breaking ball drilled deep right. Choi gives it a ride, and it is gone. That's his seventh of the year, and the A's bullpen getting roughed up tonight. And now suddenly it is a 6-0 Tampa Bay lead. I hate to say it, Vince, but uh, with the A's bullpen, it's becoming a little concerning, isn't it? It's more than that. I mean, it, and it's, I don't know where the A's turn to fix this because the guys that you're counting on, Soria and Trevino and Trinan, they're not going anywhere. So it has, to, it has to get fixed here, and Bob Melvin wanted to put Soria in a spot maybe down by four runs, a little bit of a softer landing for him to kind of restart things, and it you know, just kind of went sideways. And I, I honestly don't know what the A's can do to change this because this is an area, even going back to spring training, where everybody thought, well, the A's will rely so heavily on this potent and lethal bullpen that's going to get them through. And as it turns out, the starters are going deeper and deeper in games, and the bullpen has really been a question mark. Well, the A's would at least make some noise in the ninth, and it started with Stephen Piscotty. And the 1-1 from Rowe on the way. Breaking ball hit in the gap in left center field. That's going to get down. Kiermaier's got to chase it on a bounce. He grabs it on the track. Racing to third is Canna. They're going to send him home. Here's the relay by Robinson on a bounce and a slide in time for Canna. He slides across safely, and the A's get on the board. They trail 6-1. to one. Nice to see a hard-hit ball finally uh, find the turf out there in the outfield, wasn't it? Yes. I mean, no, no doubt. And, I mean, it's it's not enough to win the game, but it's it's something at least to build on. You hope for tomorrow, and you know Piscotty uh, just got to pitch out over the middle of the plate and barreled it up like he had done earlier, and had, had finally had something to show for it. All right, so Mike fires tomorrow, Vince, and uh, the the A's will look for him to continue a string of of good starts as uh, he will try and be the A's stopper and even this series. Has to be. I mean, he, he knows what he's up against. He has been throwing the ball well for better than a month. He's had that combination of the high fastball. And the curveball changing their eye level down in the zone. And he's done it against a number of teams. And certainly the A's are, are hopeful that, that he can 
that he can make that happen again tomorrow. No doubt about it. Vince, thanks for the time. Get some rest. We will uh, talk to you tomorrow. All right. Very good. Good night. Vince Catronio joining us from Tropicana Field. I want to hear from you. 510-897-1322. That's 510-897-1322. The A's uh, dropped this one to the Rays by the final of 6-2. to two. Oakland collects only four hits and uh, really had some, uh, some opportunities early in the game against Charlie Morton to come through, but... Uh, Morton wriggled his way free of those jams, made the pitches when he had to, uh, and the A's only end up with the two runs on the uh, on the four hits. Okay, we'll take a break. We'll come right back and uh, continue breaking this one down. Again, the number 510-897-1322. That's 510-897-1322. We'll have Bob Melvin, and we'll have more sound uh, from St. Pete when we come back after this on A's Clubhouse. At Kaiser Permanente, we're for the farmer's market goers, outdoor explorers, cholesterol lowerers and positive thinkers we're also for our community that's why we're supporting the total health mind body and spirit of northern california by investing in efforts that support school districts as well as youth and family services helping you live a healthy life the way you see fit that's what it means to thrive your way every day kaiser permanente visit kp.org to learn more who doesn't love a good happy hour The Cornerstone gives your group a unique happy hour experience. The area treats up to 40 to 50 guests with a package that includes food and beverage, along with an intimate pregame experience. Plus, the experience comes with an awesome seating option that we can build to fit your needs. To learn more about the Cornerstone and other unique group experiences, visit athletics.com slash groups. Athletics.com slash groups. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Alex Jensen with you here on the A's Clubhouse Show. As the A's drop game one of this three-game series, 6-2 to two to Tampa Bay. Charlie Morton with the win. He is 8-0, and Tanner Anderson takes the loss. He's 0-1, but Anderson pitched well. I mean, just up from AAA. His ERA was north of 6 at AAA Las Vegas. But he gave the A's what they needed. I mean, he gave them some length. Five and two-thirds innings, three hits, you know, two earned runs. Obviously didn't have the run support. Struck out five, gave up the home run, but talked about it with Vince. Uh, This is an outing that probably deserves another look. You know, I I know this is a spot start for now, but again, this fifth spot in the Oakland rotation, no one's really taken a hold of it. Aaron Brooks was up and down early. Daniel Mingdon also up and down. He's he's been sent down. Paul Blackburn, uh, a disappointing outing in Texas. This is an encouraging sign from Tanner Anderson. And maybe your, your rotation starts to, to round into form with talking about all five spots. Now, again, Montas has been fantastic. All-star caliber, in fact. Mike Fires has been very good. Hopefully he continues that tomorrow. Chris Bassett, after being called up from AAA. So. But Tanner Anderson, an encouraging outing. He's a strike thrower. That's what I wrote down here. He is a strike thrower. Now, the leadoff walk came back to haunt him. uh, And it looked like he is better when he's down in the zone. Good sinking fastball, change speeds, a nice little slider. Even made a couple mistakes even. He had a couple sliders back up on him and still got swings and misses. So, you know, maybe a guy that will factor into the, the A's plans going forward this season in the starting rotation. We'll see. Again, that fifth starter spot is kind of up for grabs right now. So we'll see what happens there. And and another 
acquisition, kind of under the radar acquisition by the A's front office. Uh, you, you think about the Ramon Laureano acquisition a couple years ago. That was like a minor league deal. This one also a minor league deal. This guy didn't start a game in the big leagues with the Pirates. Pitched in six games out of the bullpen. So an encouraging outing for Tanner Anderson, even though the A's couldn't get the bats going. And the key at bats were early. The key at bats were early for Oakland against Charlie Morton. You know, you had the leadoff single by Marcus Simeon. Then Matt Chapman, one of several balls that were hit on the button, out to shortstop, a line out for the the first out in that first inning. And then Matt Olson's hit by a pitch, and you're thinking, okay, the A's are in business. Runners on first and second with one out, and then you know Chris Davis strikes out, and Stephen Piscotty strikes out. And, and the Davis strikeout, almost all on breaking balls. So that that's what makes his at bat, Chris Davis is at bat at least in the third. And I know the strike the strikeouts come with the territory with KD. I, I get that. But in the third inning, this was the at bat of the game to me. In the third inning, another leadoff single by Marcus Simeon. Or one out single, pardon me, by Marcus Simeon. And then you had back to back walks. And the first strike to Chris Davis, the swinging strike, I, I believe it was one oh when when this happened, but he chased a breaking ball out of the zone. And he struck out, you know, in his first at bat on breaking balls. If I'm Chris Davis, I'm thinking I'm going to see another breaking ball. But hey, Chris Davis maybe trying to ambush a fastball and lift one out to the outfield. And Charlie Morton's tough. I mean, this guy's got really good stuff. I mean, to me, Charlie Morton is the steal of the offseason. You think about some of the guys that signed contracts. You know, Nathan Nivaldi with the Red Sox. Now, I know what he did for the for Boston in the postseason, but he's already down with an elbow. He was signed in – I had an article here, actually, talking about some of the other guys that were signed um, in this same offseason and how much of a steal Charlie Morton was. 35 years old, two years, $30 million with the Rays. He's got a vesting option for a third year. And here's some of the other guys that were signed this, this past offseason. Garrett Richards signed with the Padres. Right? Hasn't started more than 16 games since 2015. Two years, 15 million. Now, so half the price. Jay Happ is older than Morton. Now, he's a quality pitcher. Two years, $34 million from the Yankees. So he got more than Morton did. He is not having a better year than Charlie Morton. I guarantee that. Charlie Morton's 8 0. And I mentioned Ovaldi. All right, starting to get text in here, 510-897-1322. That's 510-897-1322. Concern over the bullpen. I mean, Vince and I talked about it. If you heard our rap, this is getting concerning now. And seriously, it's June 10th. Joaquin Soria's ERA is almost six. You know, we, Lou Trevino is in a, is in a, a rough stretch. But Joaquin Soria is the guy that you paid... $15 million over two years to come in here and be like a like a familia. And lately, Trevino hasn't been getting the job done. Trinan has got the job done, but he's been shaky. We talked about this yesterday. Wei Chung Wong's been a, a, a good breath of life. And I, I got a text here, you know, Wendelkin over Soria. I just saw Wendelkin's numbers in AAA this morning. His ERA is over eight. In AAA. So I, I just don't think that's a guy that you can rely on right now. And I agree with Vince. I mean, these are guys that are going to have to figure it out at the big league level. You can't send Trevino to AAA. 
So the A's, I mean, they've, they've got some work to do in the bullpen. There's no doubt about it. And the most concerning part is this, is this was not supposed to be a weakness when we got into the season. But how many games this season so far have the A's lost that were very winnable games? You know, giving leads away late. So, that's, that, yeah, that's a concern. The bullpen is a concern. There's no doubt about it. And they're going to have to figure it out because I'll tell you what, the starting pitching, for the most part, has done the job. It's been better than you thought it was going to be. You can admit that. You did not see Frankie Montas having an all-star year. You know, Mike Fires, after a rough start, has been nails since the no-hitter. Chris Bassett has been a nice surprise. Talked about all these guys already. Brett Anderson. How about Brett Anderson? This guy was a minor league deal last year. And all he's done is go out there and give you length every single time. I mean, he's six innings just about every single time. Works quick. Keeps the defense working. Now, you love to play behind guys like that. So the A's are going to have to figure something out on the back end. Maybe you move. Hendricks has been good. You know, but this was a, this for Soria today. This, this was an opportunity, a, a clean landing. You're down by four. You got nothing to lose. And not only do you give up a home run, you give up a home run on an 0-2 pitch. Disappointing, right? And it was the same situation with Lou Trevino yesterday. Came in in an 8-3 game. That's a soft landing area, and he had some bad luck. He did have some bad luck. Two infield singles, but. The two doubles down each line, you know, cut fastball and a fastball catching a little bit of the plate. I talked about this a little bit yesterday. Getting another text in from the 209. No clutch hits with runners in scoring position. We talked about that a little bit. I mean, you give, you know, you only have so many opportunities against a guy like Charlie Morton. If you can't, uh, you know, the A's only had five at-bats with runners in scoring position today. So, you know, if you can't come through early, then... He really got into a groove. The, the, the Rays pitching, and by the way, the Rays are first in the league in ERA. Their, their team ERA is under 3, 2.93. It's pretty darn good. But after Morton got free of those two, those two uh, jams early, in the first and the third, the A's, the, the Rays pitching, rather, retired 17 straight hitters. 17. Until that ninth inning. Okay, I think we're getting Melvin in, correct? We do have Bob Melvin, so let's hear from the skipper after the A's lose the Rays 6-2. to two. Yeah, I thought he did great. You know, and obviously some pressure here being at home. I'm sure he's got a lot of people here, and he performed, you know, past our expectations. So, you know, just got one ball up. I think he was trying to go away, and it ended up being kind of middle in and, you know, ball he could drive. So, other than that, I thought he was great. Did we give him... Does this maybe give him a little bit of a longer look? You know what? We'll we'll discuss. You know, front office has some say in this. So, uh, I mean, he pitched well enough to get in another look. We'll just see what you know kind of configuration we need. Saved our bullpen too because we, you know, today if we can get a deep start from somebody, we really benefit by it. What did you see from just not only his stuff but just his composure, the way he went about things tonight? Yeah, I mean, really good sink. I mean, that that's his deal is is being able to sink the baseball, but. Had a good breaking ball, backdoored it at times, you know, threw a few change-ups just enough to keep him off balance and, you know, pitched really well. So composure-wise, looked like he'd been pitching, you know, and starting all year for us. 
You looked like you might have been able to get to Morton in the first and third inning, but turned out to be missed opportunities. Yeah, you know, he's got strikeouts in his back pocket. You look at his numbers, so, you know, it's our job to try to get him some good counts and put some pressure on him. You know, we had the bases loaded with, you know, the middle of our order up, and typically we've, we'll feel really good about that, but, you know, made some big pitches, threw some, some good breaking balls, expand breaking balls, and ended up striking some guys out. They weren't showing a lot of life there for quite some time, but then wind up scoring a couple in the, the ninth inning. Yeah, you know, we, we, we'll keep fighting. It's, you know, we're, we're a little dragging a little bit today. Um, you know, the fact that we got in so late and had, had to take BP and get used to the field, but that's no excuse. You know, they, they keep going and they keep fighting and, you know, tacked on some runs that hopefully, you know, adds to some momentum going into tomorrow. The Rays, you know, they have to be very strategic in how they build their team, and they've added Morton. They've always had good pitching. What do you think he's going to do for this team? A guy like that, he's eight and zero, and all this experience. He's going to make them really good, is what they do. They, they you know, they they identify a, a couple of guys top of the rotation that that they can count on, and then do some things a little bit differently. So they do a great job building the roster for sure. They certainly do. They certainly do. I mean, you, you think about the Rays and all the guys they've lost. They traded Chris Archer. That was, that was a steal of a trade, by the way, because you know Tyler Glasnow was leading. I think he was leading the American League in ERA at the time he got hurt. And Austin Meadows obviously is hitting leadoff for him. Uh, but they lose, you know, Evan Longoria. I know he's not what he used to be, but he was the face of that franchise. Joe, you know, Joe Madden to the Cubs. Doesn't matter, man. They they just and. It, they made a nice run at the end of last year. Do you remember? I mean, they were below 500 in July or August. And they really pushed the A's for the wild card. And it's really, it's tough to win down there. It really is. We're getting, uh, I believe we're getting sound in of Tanner Anderson. Now let's go to that. Let's go to that shorter version of Tanner Anderson sound. Let's hear what uh, the righty has to say about his A's debut. For you, especially pitching here so close to your hometown. Um, well, my first dream was to play, you know, at this level. Um, and it was awesome that happened last year. But my second dream was to pitch in Tropicana. So um, it was awesome. A dream come true. Um, had a lot of uh, support here, which is really cool. I know I, I told my mom, you know, to invite whoever she wanted, but not to tell me so I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't get all nervous. But uh, afterwards, I went out there, and there was, like, 15, 20 people, and it was it was really cool. Did you hear him during the game, though? No. <laughs> no, in, in the game, you're you know, just locked in. Yeah, can't hear anyone. How often did you come here to watch games when you were in Tampa? Oh, all the time. Um, we were when I was really young. We were uh, huge fans of Tampa Yankees, which is a little closer. Um, but then, you know, we'd come out and watch the Rays play, probably at least five, six times a season. So it's familiar, uh, familiar field. You ever go to Rays camp here or anything? Or? No, no, no. I. Uh, I did play here one time for like a high school all-star yeah. sort of game. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but other than that, um, no, I didn't come for that. When, when do the nerves go away? Really? Um, yeah, I had, I had them maybe an hour up to, and then they kind of disappeared, um, which is good because last year I was I felt like I was going to throw up for like three days. <laughs> the nerves were so bad. But uh, no, this year it felt a little more uh, familiar, um, and it wasn't close to as bad. He pitched well. Bob Melvin said it. I mean, he he deserves uh, the opportunity and another look. And I think we'll see him get – he may be sent down to the minor leagues after this because of roster construction and what the A's are going to need to do to figure out their rotation over the next week or so. But I think Tanner Anderson did enough to deserve 
another look. All right, we're going to take uh, one last break here on A's Clubhouse. We'll come back and take a look at tomorrow's game uh, with the A's trying to get back to 500 in Tampa in Game 2 of this three-game series. Don't go anywhere. A's Clubhouse continues next. You're a do-it-yourselfer. You fix things around the house, take care of the yard, wash your car, and run your own business. But wow, when it comes to digital marketing and advertising, things aren't so do-it-yourself. Salem Surround can help. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at SurroundSanFrancisco.com. SurroundSanFrancisco.com. Connecting you with new customers. African American Heritage Night presented by Comerica Bank is back Thursday, June 20th with all fans getting a throwback Negro League Oakland Larks cap as part of the night-long celebration honoring Oakland's rich African American heritage. The night also includes awesome pregame festivities including a stroll-off beginning at 6 p.m. with fraternities and sororities competing for a $2,500 scholarship. Be part of this amazing night Thursday, June 20th. Grab your tickets at athletics.com slash African American. This is A's Clubhouse. Alex Jensen back with you here on A's Clubhouse. The A's uh, lose the Rays 6-2. to two. By the way, this is my first loss this year as pre- and post-game host. Just thought I'd throw that out there. I'm now 8-1. and one. For your personal record books, I'm keeping tally right here in my notebook. Just a side note. Okay. Let's now uh, get to our next game preview brought to you by uh, the Holiday Inn at the Oakland Airport. And tomorrow, same time, same place at 4.10 Pacific time, 7.10, of course, on the East Coast. It'll be Mike Fires for the A's, who over his last eight starts has a 3.02 ERA. And right now, uh, Tampa Bay is showing TBD. So I think that means you'll see the opener. It sounds like it'll be Ryan Stanek, the hard-throwing right-hander for Tampa in inning number one and uh, the A's coverage gets started live with A's cast live that'll be at two o'clock with Chris Townsend that'll be followed of course by A's total access at 315 followed by first pitch at 410 I'll be on again of course for A's total access which follows A's cast live if you haven't checked out A's cast download it on tune in it's a live talk show with Chris Townsend from two to three tomorrow normally it's four to seven or just leading up to game time so check that out tomorrow on tune in radio of course, that's followed by A's Cast Live and the A's and the Rays at 410. A's fans, remember, the next time you're coming in from out of town or for an A's game, check out our friends at the Holiday Inn Oakland Airport, where A's Access members receive a special discount on guest rooms, and all baseball fans are welcome. So again, 2 o'clock A's Cast Live, 315 A's Total Access, followed by a 410 first pitch right here on the A's radio network. Thanks for listening tonight. I'm Alex Jensen saying so long from the A's studios. Once again, your final score. The A's drop game number one of this three-game series to the Tampa Bay Rays by the final of 6-2. to two. Out it goes! Unbelievable! Chris Davis takes the team on his back! This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk-off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. 